like the duck like, looks at you and they're like, you were at my baptism. You're like, oh my gosh, I was at your baptism. Dog. I recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> you were always the caring one. That's fine. I understand that you have to do this. And you're just like, no, I don't have to do this. It's I'm... for your nourishment. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. must eat. Swing away. <laughs> oh. Okay, ready? Yeah. Hey, all you lovers. Happy Valentine's Day. Welcome to Snackdown. With your snack boys. Grab all your boys and girls. No, that's not good. Grab all your boys and girls. <laughs> like boyfriends, girlfriends, but. <laughs> with us. Grab all your boys and girls and take them over to grandpa's house. Because that's just going to be you two tonight. Right? Kind of like a parenting yeah. thing, I guess. Let's start over again. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your loved one by the hand. Head to the fridge. It... <laughs> <laughs> Plug in the toaster. Press down. <laughs> Press down. Hit the cancel button immediately because it's not the right uh, darkness for the toast. Because <laughs> you forgot to put it on a different setting. And uh, yeah, definitely get some toast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the first uh, Valentine's Day episode. It's going to be a good one. With Snackdown. I, I'm trying to do like kind of like NPR, but like a little sensual, I guess. It makes it a little weird, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for just agreeing with me today <laughs> we're going Valentine's to Day. do something romantic by <laughs> <laughs> drinking champagne and nibbling on some toast <laughs> <laughs> originally we just wanted we just thought it'd be funny to toast to toast just, to toast just in getting a toaster it happened to fall on valentine's, valentine's day. day so we're gonna toast to several things but most specifically toast and a new toaster. So but, grab but, your loved one. I hope you're listening to this on Chris, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're listening. <laughs> grab, grab, your, grab your loved one on Christmas and confusedly say, Happy Valentine's Day, babe. <laughs> and make sure it's an early present and not a very late one. For what? For Christmas? Yeah, if you're on Christmas, you're either very late to Valentine's Day oh, or early. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. But grab your loved so. one. It's Valentine's Day. Consensually. Snuggle up by the yes. fire. Yeah. Make sure they say yes first. Yeah. Pop like, some toast in the toaster. Pop the cork off that champagne bottle. Nice. And then what? Just Keep stare longingly the, in their eyes. <laughs> and then? <laughs> and then you press play. <laughs> to listen to us. Yeah. Anyway, so welcome to Snackdown. Yeah. Gonna, and uh, <laughs> if you're not a fan of Valentine's Day or you're alone, that's fine because you can still buy champagne and eat toast. Oh yeah, but we're gonna do we're gonna do champagne, but we're gonna kick it up a couple notches. Oh yeah, we're gonna take champagne to Flavor Town. Mm-hmm. Tm. So what kind of champagne is this? This is Brut, correct? Yes. Yeah, so There's a couple of different styles of champagne. I usually get Brut. Is it Brut or Brut? Uh, I don't know. Can I make a confession yeah. though? This isn't champagne. Sparkling wine. No. What is this? Cava. I don't know what Cabo is. <laughs> it's a sparkling. It's sparkling wine, and it is in the finest grow region for the grapes of Cava uh, in Penedès, immediately west of Barcelona. So this is Poema, uh, but it's yeah, Brut. Brut. I'm not sure, but Brut is kind of used pretty consistently amongst sparkling wines to just kind of note that it's on the drier side. And it's funny because, like, you say, like, you see um, champagne that says, like, dry or extra dry, and that is less dry than brut. Are you looking up the pronunciation? How to pronounce brut? Brut, brut is a typical French pronunciation. This yeah, would but it's be brut. Since this is a French <laughs> word, this would be. <laughs> so this cava is brut. Brut. 
Okay, that's kind of not even close. She doesn't even sound like she speaks French at all. Blute. So if you're like, if you're checking out the sparkling wine section, and if it says extra dry and blute, <laughs> um, but you want something on the sweeter side, you actually want to go extra dry. What's the other ones? There's one that says an S. Brute. There's a there's an S one too. Super extra brute. <laughs> What's the Happy Valentine's Day, dude? So there's Prosecco. That's another one. Okay, okay. You're talking Um, about just like... You're not talking about different like levels of dryness. You're talking about like where it's from. So Prosecco is Italian. Cava is Spanish. Champagne is... Champagne is French. French. From the Champagne region. But I was looking looking at a Champagne that was uh, made in California. So how does that work? And it was still called Champagne? Yeah. I feel like that's against the rules. Yeah. I'd be brooding my pants if I was like uh, an actual like... I wonder if they imported champagne. champagne grapes. I feel like France would never allow that. No. Of course not. There's such a big rivalry between California wine and French wine. Is there? Mm -hmm. What do you think about this? So this sparkling wine. This is pretty dry. It's very good, though. So I usually get brew when I get sparkling wine or champagne. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like champagne on the drier side. Do you? I do. I like a sweeter champagne, to be honest. But you got brut, which is like the driest. Uh, yes, because some of our drink combinations today call for butte. (laughs) (laughs) What are you smelling on the nose, though? It smells a little... Champagne always has a weird smell to me. Like, it doesn't smell like it tastes. So, champagne is made from grapes, just like wine is. Do you know the difference? Like, why it's more, like, carbonated than Uh, wine? It depends on the grape, and then also, it's got to go through fermentation, but it's bottled at that point. I don't know, you know... This isn't like bottle conditioned, right? So mm-hmm. I'm not looking at any yeast on the bottom. So they would have to add some sort of carb. They'd have to add carbonation at some point, right? But it's not like right then and there. So they just have a really dry white wine and then they carbonate it. But classically, like there would be probably a little bit of yeast on the bottom. Yeah. So it says yeast and sugar are added to the wine in a closed container and left to ferment. And sparkling wine is made through a second fermentation process. That just may, it probably makes it more like... Well, the second fermentation... Is what gives it all that carbonation? Yeah. If So second fermentation can be like, after the wine's fermented all the way, then you can either add stuff and then let it ferment all the way, or you can add stuff and then bottle it, and then it'll ferment more, and then it'll add a bunch of carbonation. Which is why it's like ready to explode when you open a champagne. Mm-hmm. Well, so if you're making like home... If you're making beer at home, mm-hmm. right? So you'll do like the first fermentation, and you can do other steps with it, but... If you're making just a very just classic, straightforward beer, you let it ferment all the way. Then you add sugar cubes after you've kind of filtered it all out. Sometimes you'll add like a little, like a little like sugar torpedo to each individual bottle that you're bottling mm-hmm. or uh, capping. And then you let that sit for like, you know, four or five weeks, six weeks, depending on the beer. Then that'll add its own carbonation to it. But we're not seeing like this is, must be like very like consistently carbonated, right? You don't want a bunch of like champagne bombs. Um, yeah. So they stop the fermentation and then they add the carbonation at the end. I'm sure. I think <laughs> it's good though. I yeah, like. It's uh, very good. So have you ever had like? Obviously, you've had like real champagne. Mm-hmm. Um, can you taste the difference between champagne and sparkling wine? No, I can't. I haven't. Which someone will probably like click off right now. But <laughs> no, I don't think we have those people listening. Yeah. You know, I think they've. I mean, there is a definitely we've, difference we've in the out. bottom shelf, like six dollar sure, sparkling yeah, wines. Yeah. But I think there's a difference between that and regular wine, anyways. But if you're buying like a decent sparkling wine versus champagne, I think it's all good. I mean, it's just like anything. I've bought like expensive champagne before. Mm-hmm. I don't really taste a difference after a certain point. And it, I feel like the dry carbonation 
I don't get like a ton of flavor. I also don't think that like, so how to be a champagne expert, you have to have a pretty decent amount of champagne, right? Mm-hmm. I would say so. How many times a year do you have champagne? Like twice. Yeah. And I don't think you go out and like, champagne's such a celebration drink. Mm-hmm. You don't go out and get dinner and like champagne often. No. And the quantity is so low, right? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are getting it for the celebration, not mm-hmm. for like the taste. And so I've had right. tons of different champagne. Every time I get champagne, I try to try a different one. And they all like kind of blend together in like mm-hmm. this, that, that classic champagne sparkling wine taste. To us. To us, yes. yeah. Yeah, we're not experts. But I, I can taste differences in wines. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can pull out flavors more in wine. You know, when you're looking at champagne, it's not like a fruity taste with a nutty and oaky <laughs> afterbirth. After I can't Afterbirth. <laughs> I always say that. Afterbirth? <laughs> That's disgusting. I mean, it's part of life, but I just wouldn't pair that with champagne. You know what I mean? Mm, an oaky afterbirth. Yeah, like, ugh. You mean the placenta? The thing that we were all tied so about- to, Justin. <laughs> wow, this really goes back to Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the truest of loves between a mother and a child. Anyway. You were about to disagree with me, though. About what? You taste flavor? Like a lot of flavors in your champagne? No, no. I, so I wasn't going to disagree. I just, I think sometimes flavor is muted by carbonation. Yeah, I think so. But we're not going to focus today on just champagne. No, we've got some champagne drinks. And we have to toast still to some toast. And a new toaster. <laughs> so why don't we take a break, get something toasted, get a champagne drink, and toast that toast. So why don't you guys, um, in the meantime, snuggle up, pause, do whatever you're doing on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Listen to a little Kenny G, Chuck Mangione, uh, 50 Cent, whatever you guys are into. Um, get something to drink. Get a snack. Get some water. You got to stay hydrated. This might be a long night. I don't know. And um, I don't know. Talk about your feelings for once. Mm-hmm. Feel like open up. Open little. up. I don't think people do that enough. So Let the waterworks flow. Crying? Yeah. Why would you want them to cry in Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> it's just tradition for me. So. What? <laughs> No. Uh, so tell me about your life, Justin. <laughs> um, so. Put the uh, turn on the YouTube and put on the uh, the fake fireplace if you don't have a real one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But crank the heat in the house, right? Mm-hmm. Like no An one indoor wants, like, picnic. Yeah, you don't want you don't want like a cold Valentine's Day, and I, it's you know depending on your climate, yeah. you know, depending on your hemisphere, this it's kind of a high propensity for being a cold cold mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. So bad choice for the holiday. It's a good day to snuggle up. So, <laughs> we'll be back with some toast and some champagne drink to toast. That toast. See you in a second. Stop that kissing. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) That's not good. (laughs) No. (laughs) So we've got some. So Andy made a champagne drink here, a little cocktail. Yeah. And I made up some toast in my new toaster. (laughs) Smelled a little bit like burnt plastic (laughs) and dust from the first time use. Yeah. I got some fresh bread from Wegmans. And this is um, 
bread. <laughs> it's <laughs> bread. It's just bread. Farm-style bread. Thin-crusted French dough with a soft texture inside. And so mm. what we did with that was, this is kind of a sweet drink, I think. So uh, to pair with it, I we made cinnamon sugar toast. So I uh, mixed up some cinnamon with some sugar, put some butter on the toast, and spread it on. And you little do give the toast a little tap a little to release tap. that excess sugar. <laughs> it's just toast. It's toast. <laughs> But it's this is great, man. This yeah. is uh, you know, and so there's so what is in this drink, Andy? You can find this anywhere anywhere they have a cocktail list. You should be able to get this. It's a French seventy five. I don't know what the seventy five thing means. Should I look that up? Sure. Okay. So this cocktail is or it has champagne or in this case cava. Um, it's got gin. It has lemon juice, sugar, and at that point it's shaken. It's named after a, a field gun. Like, it's named after a gun from the First World War. It was able to fire 15 rounds per minute. <laughs> 15 rounds per minute. Wow, fast gun. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should do 15 shots of a French 75 in a minute. What? <laughs> 15, sh- 15 shots of this in a minute? Drink, yeah. 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 I mean, this is a this is an artillery. That's a cannon. Right? Oh, yeah. That's not just a mm-hmm. gun, right? Maybe this is what they were drinking while they were shooting the French 75. Cheers. Maybe <laughs> that is not a winning method. No. <laughs> um, so let's let's try the drink first, maybe, and yeah. then we'll get into some of the. Uh, Should we toast? toast? Yeah, here's to getting a toaster, man. Yeah, here's to the toaster, um, to, to toasting fa- things to in the future. Just toasting things in general. Yeah, let's. Uh, I can toast some steaks. I can toast some. <laughs> toast steaks. Don't invite me over during toasting steak night or after. No. Uh, for a long period of time, it's going to taste awful, right? Yeah, it will. You'll be like, hey, how'd you get E. coli? And you're like, oh, I was toasting some bread after I had toast night with the, <laughs> the steaks. steaks. Um, but, you know, here's here's to the toast. Here's, here's to the, the toaster. Toast. Here's to the toaster. Here's to, here's snack, to down. snack down. That's good. It's like a champagne lemonade. It's like a martini, too, you know? Mm-hmm. It's almost like more of like a flavored martini at this point. Yeah, so I was going to say, it's other than the lemon juice... It's kind of similar to a gimlet. You got the gin and the sugar. All you would need is the lime juice, but you switch it with lemon juice, throw a little champagne in there. And the sugar's pretty subtle. And uh, so it called called for a super fine sugar, but you can see... Can you see sugar at the bottom? Yeah. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) That should have been mixed in a little better. I mean, I shook it for quite a long time, right? Mm -hmm. So typically it might be like a touch sweeter. But it's still kind of a dry drink. Yeah. It's interesting, gin. It's a delicate drink. So I like gin now that we've had gin, a couple of gin drinks. Yeah. And uh, I've been drinking a lot of gimlets lately. But gin is a very powerful liquor. Aphrodite. <laughs> no. Like it's got a very strong flavor. Listen, like it's a very, up. you know, like you can throw vodka or rum or something in a mixed drink. And you can kind of taste it, but it mixes in very well. Like gin, I can always pick out gin mm-hmm. that it's hard, uh, to, hard to hide the juniper berry taste I, like it blends well like gin is good at in drinks but i can always like pick out the gin mm-hmm. find the gin how are the looks on this pin the gin on the cocktail nice the looks are very good the little, you did a very good job with the thinly curled lemon peel <laughs> <laughs> well very romantic can i so do you have a um do you and kaylin have like a <clears throat> routine every valentine's day like we go to this restaurant or do eat this thing or every valentine's day is so like trying to do something different uh there's no routine i don't think we really have a bunch of routines i think we try to kind of keep each other on our toes yeah. 
which doesn't and is it like falling on you to plan or do you both plan uh i know i think we both plan yeah yeah i I think we both that's good i think we both kind of enjoy planning i mean not maybe not maybe not enjoy planning but especially now like we're just kind of like well we're getting out of the house that's kind of cool (laughs) it's the one night a year (laughs) can i tell you the first valentine's day kellen and i spent together yeah you can just be quick um so so beer up until maybe the start of the 20 teens beer was kind of like you know not i'm not gonna say like oh it was all five percent but like five percent was like a standard right Mm -hmm. like kind of like maybe seven percent anyway so i was making like a penne vodka and kellen came over and uh i think she she brought beer and i made the penne vodka you know we started drinking a beer i think we had like two beers at that point and um i didn't realize it was like a you know 7.8 percent beer you're used to fives or whatever i'm used to fives like lower tolerance and uh so is she and we're just like whoa like it really just smacked us you know and um the reason why she picked the beer was because it just had cows on it <laughs> and she likes cows and it was like a double bagged i forget who makes it it's a vermont like a vermont brewery mm-hmm. but it just it just like really hit us like kind of a ton of bricks <laughs> but i made that from scratch i made the penny vodka from scratch that sounds good yeah let's while we're doing that let's crack a lack at these guys oh, that's right so we got the toast so this is on the uh home style toast. french toast toast we're toasting the toast Clink. got a little bit of cinnamon sugar on Clink. it a little bit? No, dude, this thing is caked. <laughs> cinnamon toast is amazing. It is. It's so good. This is a great snack. I talked about this before. I love making cinnamon toast. And the plastic smell didn't carry over. No, it didn't. Amen so, to that. The uh, toaster christening went well. Mm-hmm. The toast is very good. And this is good toast. It's nice fresh bread. I decided to get some fresh, a fresh loaf instead of like packaged white bread or whatever. I'm just going to crush this. Mm-hmm. And so I like cover the toast in the cinnamon sugar. I mean, I like tap it and let the loose grains fall. But you need that like a good coating of butter for it to like stick on there. Mm -hmm. And when I make cinnamon sugar, I usually do like a one to two ratio cinnamon to sugar. But it's never like I don't measure. You don't want to do equal parts cinnamon sugar because that's too much cinnamon. Yeah. So now that you have a toaster and you love making cinnamon toast, are you going to have like a separate jar that just has cinnamon sugar in it? You can actually just buy cinnamon sugar. What? Yeah. Is it cheaper to just buy? It's probably less annoying. It's in the spice aisle right next to cinnamon. You can buy cinnamon. Interesting. And you can and buy cinnamon obviously sugar. cheaper, right? Yeah. So cinnamon, sh- cinnamon and sugar are cheap. But if buying cinnamon mm. sugar, you could probably make more if you With. bought cinnamon and sugar. Per weight, it is cheaper to make your own cinnamon sugar. Though. It is, yeah. But if you're buying, like you can buy a whole thing of cinnamon sugar the same price as just buying the cinnamon. It's just easier. Who wants to like sit there and make like a whole canister of cinnamon sugar, <laughs> Andy? <laughs> Very good. This is awesome. Mm. But wait, there's more. I think people deserve a, another snack and another drink. I think we deserve another drink. Yeah, we got some more toast coming up. <laughs> and we got some more champagne that we're going to toast that toast with. This one might surprise you. Maybe not the toast, but maybe so, the drink. <laughs> just like you should surprise your loved one <laughs> with a special something. I don't... I don't always agree with that, right? That's true. Right. Like we weren't I like if I was in like a relationship or anything, I was never like a big like material gift. possession yeah. on like, person on Like when we did Valentine's Day it was more like consumable. Something cool. Like yeah. that we like time spent together, like so, doing mm-hmm. something instead of like here's a new necklace and here's like a yeah. video game or you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, it's not like an extension of, like, Christmas. Like, the gifts that weren't on Christmas then extended to, like, Valentine's Day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it should be kind of about consumables and experiences. Yeah. And, like, Valentine's Day is very consumer-driven. Like, Mm 
buy a card, buy these chocolates. Like, I'm not big on consumerism. Like, I'm very, like, anti-consumerism. Yeah! But I do. <laughs> like, screw the system. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's so many people, even if they're in a relationship, they're like, anti-Valentine's Day, you know? Like, yeah. consumerism is the worst. But I think it's good. I, I like, the, I I like Valentine's Day just... I mean, like, you know, with, like, having kids and everything, like, life gets so crazy. Like, you try to have your date nights and everything, but it's nice it's correct. that there's one day a year that people understand, you know, it, w- it would be easy for you guys to find a babysitter on Valentine's Day because people will, like... No. Oh, like, <laughs> I guess... It's not. You need to find a single va- babysitter. <laughs> but people understand, like, hey, we're doing something tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if there's an understood day... Where you can appreciate someone that you love. You know what I mean? So here's Not my that you have to buy them things, but that once a year you both understand like, hey, let's do something fun and appreciate love. So here's my plan. And this is coming out on Valentine's Day and Kellen doesn't listen day of anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to draw all the curtains in the house at around 4 o'clock. Have the kids in, by, in bed by 5.45. And then we have Valentine's Day. It's not going to work. <laughs> Our kids are crazy. Five forty-five. They're gonna go to bed at five forty-five. Uh-uh. I don't have faith in that. I don't either. <laughs> you will. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Christmas is tomorrow. Go to sleep, boys. <laughs> and they grow up thinking Valentine's Day. So one day a year they go to bed early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate Valentine's Day. I hate Valentine's Day. It's when the sun sets at three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, I think we're gonna. <laughs> I think we're gonna do pretty low key Valentine's yeah. Day, but. But yeah. I think that's I think that's nice. I I feel like the more you try to outdo past Valentine's Days, like every year, like I feel like you do something great, and then the next year you gotta like top it, and then the next year you gotta top it. I don't think it's I don't think Valentine's Day is about outdoing outdoing the previous year or like blowing someone away. I think it's just letting someone know that you care about them. We're totally in an in a blow it away society, though. We are though. But see, I feel like if you do something great one year, you're like, well, I can't do that. I already mm-hmm. did that. I got to do something better. And then you get to a point where you like can't outdo it. Kellen's a person who's like pretty cool in the fact that like like we had an anniversary and I got her something pretty big. And she she kind of said like after like, oh, thank you. You know, she was very grateful for it. But she was like, well, that's it for the next five years. <laughs> you know, it was like just it was like really cool. Like, yeah, you know, it's like it's good to be in think- a relationship where, where you kind of understand each other and that you're on the same wavelength like if you're mm-hmm. someone with someone that wants to outdo it every year if, and I mean, you're not and then you didn't and you're like but last year you got me this yeah uh, what's what's more than a car get me a spaceship you know like crap like that take me to the moon yeah. take me to the moon take me to mars i know it'll be a hardship i know the people that go there probably won't come back take me there <laughs> at that point i'd be like yeah we'll take you there <laughs> I think if you're, like, a couple that you like to kind of outdo the last year and, like, you get really into it, mm-hmm. and if you're, like, really into, like, holidays in that sense, uh, I think if you're both into that, then you found yeah. the right person, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But if if it's just kind of, like, this stress and strain on both of you, it's like, take a step back. Yeah. Listener, right now, take a step back right now and think, wow, should I really have done those gold-dipped roses? <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people don't like Christmas time. It's, it's more stress than it is fun. Mm-hmm. because Same. you have- same principle. Same be. principle. It's like you got to figure out the gifts to give people, and it's a tough decision. It shouldn't be like that on Valentine's Day. Like, it shouldn't be stressful. The whole point of the day is that you just are with someone that you appreciate, and you want to, like, let them know. But all that all that planning and stress and stress relief all comes down to, say it, one, two, three, communication. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we kind of had the same CO 
And then it just... <laughs> it started with a C. And then uh, ended with an N or an M. That's great. Very good. We're on the same page. All right, so let's take a uh, We're going to take, take a, break. a little break. We're going to get some more champagne drink and some more toast. So why don't you guys snuggle up a little bit and Get watch. that second blanket. <laughs> <laughs> or... Maybe take off those socks that have the individual toes on them, because it's a little weird. And do you, it's Valentine's here's a Day. Quick question. Do you like getting in? Do you sleep with socks on? No. Yeah, it's horrible. Do you climb into bed and then take the socks off? Yeah. That's great. That kills Kalen. <laughs> really? Yeah, because... It's such time, a good feeling, though. Yeah, but it's like time to change the sheets and like... There's, just a bunch of socks at the bottom of the bed. socks at the bottom. <laughs> Completely agree. So for this Valentine's Day... Take your socks off before. It's a good Valentine's Day yeah, present. Thoughtful lover. Look at me. <laughs> I'm removing my socks. <laughs> well, I really hope she doesn't listen. I don't want her to. <laughs> I don't want her to think that that idea was all just. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Take off your weird socks. Yeah. <laughs> See you in a bit. Hey there. Hey guys. Oh, you're still here? That's weird. It's getting late. <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple more drinks. A couple more toasts. A couple more. A couple more pieces of toast. Yeah. And then you can spend the rest of the night, just the two of you. Or the one of you. <laughs> I mean, I'll be alone this Valentine's Day, so I understand. No, you won't. You'll Skype with me and Kellen. Hi, and, guys. And heck, maybe maybe you do maybe you do something crazy. It's Friday night, right? Maybe you do something fun on Valentine's Day, Justin. Let's figure that out. <laughs> we'll go rock climbing. On Valentine's Day, sure. we grab the same boulder at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> In your arms, I am complete your eyes. Do, do, do. Is okay. it your eyes or, uh, anyway, whatever. In your... <laughs> I don't know. Peter that. Gabriel? Yeah, yeah, I think. In your eyes? I think his eyes. Nice. That's kind of weird. The light, the heat. Is that what he says? Your eyes. I feel complete. <laughs> <laughs> I love Peter Gabriel. All this, right. This toast is great. So we got some toast here, and this is a... Let me look it up. So this is a garlic Tuscan bread topped with garlic oil and sea salt. Soft texture inside and out. Let's get at it. Let's Because last time we did the drink first. Yeah, so it's got a little butter on it. Oh, yeah. It's unsalted butter, but there's a little sea salt sprinkled on the bread. So This is a nice crust. Mm-hmm. Really nice crust. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is good. Not overly salty. You do not have salted butter. This is killing me. But it's got sea salt on the bread. It doesn't matter. <laughs> mm. It's got a nice salty crust, though. Mm-hmm. A little bit of garlic in there. But it's still, like, pretty plain. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when things are labeled garlic, like garlic bread, you're like, it's going to be, like, super garlicky. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like a hint of garlic. Like, you could do anything with this piece of bread. It's not, like, strictly, you got to go, like, the garlic route. Okay, I got like a really nice salt vein, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm content. <laughs> <laughs> mm, this okay. is so good. Yeah. It's light. It's fluffy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we were talking the other day about bread and like Italian bread. And I was like, man, like if bread was like vegetables, like I could just eat bread, but it's so bad for you. Like bread is so carb heavy. 
Okay. And so if like you ate a ton of bread, you mm-hmm. would just like get fat and it's just not healthy for you. So I used to work at Safeway? But if... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say if like bread was like healthy, like eating vegetables or something like that, I would be a breaditarian. <laughs> no doubt about it. I'd yeah. be a breaditarian. <laughs> Here, let's actually... So let's try this drink. So, yeah. So what's in this drink? Well, the drink's called a black velvet. That's a nice name. It's very... Sultry? Sultry, yes. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. So basically you fill up a high Collins... Or a, Collins glass. A Collins glass. Fill a Collins glass halfway with a stout or with Guinness stout. And then you fill it the rest of the way with champagne. Interesting. <laughs> very simple. Let's see if it pays off. Cotton. Smooth. It's kind of like drinking a Guinness draft or like Guinness stout, but like even a little more refreshing. Right? Yeah. Because like like a, a, a Guinness like, draft isn't like, well, this is a draft. This isn't like a full-on like extra stout or whatever. It's like watered down without losing flavor. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's got the refreshing drinkability of like when you're thirsty and you want like a refreshing drink, but it hasn't lost much of its flavor. All right. Here's a test. Could you mow the lawn with this? <laughs> I could. I surely could. Yeah. This is very refreshing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could it's come kinda... home and like drink a whole glass of this. Yeah, you could, right? Mm-hmm. Like, chug it and be like, all right, let's have another. Like, And then I'm mowing, like, in circles. <laughs> yeah. <You're>, like, <laughs> Figure <you're> like, eights. <laughs> you, like, open the fridge. You're like, Sunny D, purple stuff. Oh, black velvet. <laughs> and then you, like, chug it. <laughs> I'm, like, in the ditch. <laughs> fall, <laughs> fall asleep after mm, half an acre. <laughs> yeah. Um, This is great. This is really good. It's got a little bit of a sour tinge to it. Yeah, it almost tastes like a sour beer. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a sour hint to it. And I... Like, Guinness isn't sour, and champagne's not sour, but maybe the mixing of the two kind of... Guinness is a little sour. It is a little sour, but... I think the darkness and kind of the gravity of it like kind of... champagne's not sour to bring out that sour tone. I don't know what it is, but it definitely is more sour than a Guinness. <clears throat> I think, like, taking off, like, a little bit of the chocolate and caramel and kind of coffee flavors, mm-hmm. like, lightening those up... Yeah. ...kind of reveals the sour undertones of Guinness. It's really made it really drinkable. Like, wow, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, you had a champagne story. Yeah, I was just going to say. So, I had a champagne story. So, I moved out of my house into this apartment Mm -hmm. and I had a big party and I had like lots of wine and like all sorts of stuff. And I had a bottle of champagne and we didn't actually ever break into that bottle of champagne. So, I took it with me to the apartment Mm -hmm. and it was in my fridge for like a year. And I'm like, gets better because I'm like, I'm not going to, champagne's not something I feel like you drink by yourself. It's very, like we've talked about, it's a very celebratory, celebratory drink, yeah, yeah. something like that. So me popping open a bottle of champagne and sitting on my couch and drinking champagne was like, I can't do that. So I kept trying to find a way or a place to drink the champagne and it just never came up. Please tell me McDonald's. <laughs> no. So finally I was like, <laughs> I got to drink the champagne. So uh, Katie, I was like, we got to drink the champagne. So we went on a hike at Great Bear. You brought a bottle we, of champagne. We put champagne in coffee thermoses. Oh, nice. <laughs> we hiked. Drinking champagne. <laughs> you just drank champagne and hiked? Yep. It's awesome. Yeah. And it's kind of refreshing. Yeah. Was yours extra dry or brute? I think it was a brute. <clears throat> what, yeah. You, you were where? What was it called? Great Bear. It's like a... Is it one of the peaks? No, no. It's nearby. It's a really nice hiking place. And there's like some old like abandoned houses and there's water. It's a really Creepy. cool place. <laughs> there's a cool, it's a cool place to hike. Huh. There's a lot of trails and stuff. It's easy to get lost there. It's called Great Bear. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, when you're drinking champagne, it's also easy to get lost. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was like the oh, last yeah. time. Never been there. It's a really cool place. That was the last time I had champagne. I just had it. It just sat in my fridge forever. And I was like, I got to drink this. Was that one of the houses you saw? Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm describing. Kind of like uh, there's like Spanish, like Spanish tile roof. 
That's yeah. weird. They actually, unfortunately, so it was like really kind of creepy, abandoned, broken down. And the last time, like when we and Katie went, they fixed it all up. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> like Maybe it was like structurally unsound and so they didn't want it collapsing on someone. But yeah. it was kind of cool and like they kind of like fixed it all up and like retiled it and it like looks nice now. So like, it wasn't Why didn't cool. they keep it creepy? Why did they send the ghosts home? <laughs> home where? They were from there. Where, uh, how many miles? But then there's another... There's another like foundation where you can go into like it's kind of like the like basement foundation area and yeah. people live right in satan and like 666 and nice. the walls cool <laughs> not cool but like other than that like it's it's got lots of trails and stuff like that and <laughs> it just, like, says, it just says anarchy in the uk there like <laughs> it's like dumb. brexit <laughs> what <laughs> for the choosy teenager <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But there used to be a distillery down there. And I guess some of the ruins oh. are from an old distillery. Oh, cool. It's a cool place. But yeah, we just kind of like hiked and drank champagne and That's got rid awesome. of the champagne that was in my fridge for a year. You know it's good for like cross-country skiing to drink? Huh. Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you were drinking? Maybe. <laughs> uh, little sippy cups? No, flask. Yeah. No, flask. Never been a flask guy. Uh, I ever not. get that like tin flavor? You just have to get over that, man. Yeah. Look, you're not ever drinking out of a flask for like. You're gonna be like, oh, hmm, a fifteen year. <laughs> oh, great! And it's got aluminum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> aluminum. <Yeah>. Steel. <laughs> yeah, you don't get that. No. So. so, is this like a classic drink? Is this are there origins to this? Okay, so. The drink was first made by a bartender of Brooks Club in London in 1861 to mourn the death of Prince Albert. It is supposed to symbolize the black or purple cloth armbands worn by the mourners, and today the drink is not exclusive to mourning. That's good, because... It's Valentine's Day! (laughs) Yeah, am I right? Am I right? (laughs) So if you're single on Valentine's Day, drink a black velvet. Oh, yeah. Um, so actually you can make it, um, by doing also equal parts of stout and champagne or cider without ice. And it's typically served in a beer tankard, although we used a highball. Yeah. It's not a highball. It's a... Low ball? I don't know. <laughs> I'll give you $2. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> um, so you can also make it by filling a champagne flute halfway with sparkling wine and then floating the chilled stout beer on top of the wine. Okay. That's what we didn't do. So the different densities of the liquid cause them to remain largely in separate layers. Anyway. Yeah. But on the Wikipedia picture, there's a little, like, black velvet flower or something like that. Yeah. It had, like, a little... Uh, <laughs> a little flower garnish. Like a little flower in your hair. That's nice. Like, on the bottom. Not mm-hmm. even, like, a... Yeah. Not, not even a looks. Like, more of just a downs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so A bottoms? A bottoms. A bottom looks. Well, this is really good. Yeah. Tasty. And the cinnamon toast was good. And uh, the toast we just had was good. The gar- Tuscan garlic? <laughs> Tuscan garlic. Or garlic with just a little yeah. bit of unsalted butter. Yeah. And sea salt. Very, very tasty. So would you say this Valentine's Day was a hit? I think so. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully yours was too. Yeah. Hopefully yours was too. Uh, maybe we'll become your new Valentine's Day routine. You think? No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe when it hits again. Well, I don't know in terms of like leap year when it's going to hit next. But if it hits on like a Friday or Saturday, like wait. Otherwise, we need those listens. So listen as soon as you can. <laughs> like, are you coming to bed? I got ten more minutes on the episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
<laughs> they're talking about dumb stuff at the end. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I thought those were pretty good, right? Yeah. Would you make this again? Would you have that? Yeah, I think I would. So which which drink did you like better? Or is it like uncomparable? They're, they're very different drinks. They're very different drinks. I feel like I wouldn't call this a cocktail. I, I know think... it is, but it tasted more, like we said, like a beer. It tastes like a sour beer. Almost like a shandy type thing. More like a shampy. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's shampy. kava, but you know, okay, fine. Whatever, okay. But it doesn't taste like I would think a cocktail would. You know what I mean? It leans more beer to me. Yeah. But it was very good. It was very good. And I'm um, not a huge Guinness fan. I do like Guinness on tap. So if I go to, down to Kitty Hoynes, which is like the Irish pub, you always have... I mean, there's tons of them downtown. Yeah. They have Coleman's a Guinness. And Guinness on and tap Kitty is Hoynes. quite good. But I'm not too much of a Guinness drinker. It's not my type of beer. Adding a little bit of champagne to the Guinness made it very drinkable. Did some did some justice to it? Yeah, did some good to it. Cool. That's awesome. So, I mean, if you and if you have someone that's, like, not really into champagne, but they're into Guinness, they're into, like, oh, I'm a dark beer guy or girl. I'm a girl and I still talk like this. And that's fine, right? But, like, <laughs> if you've got someone like that um, and you want to pop open a bottle of uh, champagne, then maybe get them their Guinness and give them a little bit of champagne, too. Yeah. Or just let them drink whatever the heck they want to drink. What the heck? Why are you got to be so superimposing on them? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> Come on, like, we got to go back to our basics. One, two, and if three. this person communication <laughs> consumerism, <laughs> and if this person is your loved one, then uh, of course you got to drink Guinness or yeah. champagne, yeah, or water. And if you have a problem with it, like or artichoke juice, maybe they have to like. Ugh. <laughs> That's it. We're done. We're done. <laughs> We're done. This episode. This episode is over. Everyone, make sure you brush your teeth. <laughs> it was good. This was good. Everything was tasty. With the toasts, I. I don't think you can pray the toast either because cinnamon toast is sweet. The other one was a little bit salty. I love that cinnamon toast though. It's so good. Would you have one at a different time of day than the other? No. No? So it's not, we're not even talking seasonal? Like, there's I no guess cinnamon to toast that? I could have all day long. For real? Well, breakfast, dinner, I guess. Not lunch? <laughs> what happened to lunch? <laughs> Pretend you're not working that day. So cinnamon, I feel like, cinnamon sugar, you can, like sweets, I feel like are morning thing, like pastries, donuts, cinnamon toast. I can have that in the morning. And then it's like an evening dessert. Uh-huh. So lunch, I'm not going to have too much cinnamon toast at lunch. You don't have dessert at lunch? No. Why? Lunch isn't a dessert meal. Like if you go out for lunch, I feel like they're not asking you if you want dessert or coffee. Yes, they do. Really? At the right establishments, yes. Yeah. But they the the salted garlic Tuscan bread, I feel like I could have that whenever. All day. All yeah. day. Yeah. Except maybe not like right before I went to bed. The garlic kinda I don't know. Just like garlic at like late 10? night. I could just, just have like a cinnamon. I could, I'd rather have a cinnamon snack. And a warm milk. <laughs> But, you know, guys, this isn't about Justin getting ready for bed and having his bedtime snack. This is this is about you guys. So um, let's kind of just, before we go, let's just kind of have a time for some affirmations. I want you to look. <laughs> look at each other in the eyes and say, I couldn't do this without you. I will take my socks off before I get into bed. <laughs> and say, baby, you can have whatever damn drink you want to <laughs> But anyway, um, have a have a great day. Have a great and down day. with consumerism. And down with consumerism and up with communicationism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the better C, the best C. <laughs> Arr. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs>
Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can listen to this episode and others like it on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and a bunch of other places. And you can go to our website, www.snacktownpod.com. You can also go to our YouTube, and you can call us and leave us a message at 315-313-5456. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) And love each other to infinity and beyond. (laughs) No, no, no. It's like Buzz Lightyear. (laughs) Name a star after your lover. Okay, bye. (laughs) Goodbye, all. Bye. Good night. And uh, yes, and we have um, we kind of have a cult here on this island, and um, our women are subservient, and but they're pretty nice, I guess. <laughs> um, and everyone's wearing uh, Nike Monarchs. Um, it's just kind of a cool type of shoe that's uh, been around for a couple ages, but it's something that everyone likes to wear. <laughs>